With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sissies, I'm Dorothy, and tonight we're talking about reset or transformation. I recently um, have started uh, programs for specialists and professionals to learn all of my programs that I've developed over the years for hypnotherapy and meditation. And and one thing that became uh, aware when one of my students was uh, showing me a script she'd written for a person that she's practicing developing that ability. Um, she used the word transformation a few times, and um, my advice to her was that we have an idea of what transformation is, but we also have a false idea of what transformation is. And so we've, we use words, I use words like reset, and I never use the word trigger if I can help it, because I think a trigger is just a response or reaction. It's nothing different, and the word trigger implies external blame. So this is where the, it isn't for sissy stuff comes in. We need to admit these things and recognize them. But when it comes to the idea of reset, um, we do get told things, which I see every single day on social media. And yes, it's it's kind of nice if you look at it and it's warm and fuzzy, but it's not real. And the problem with that is it leads to disappointment. And then a person backs off a spiritual journey or they don't 
go forward with it because they are believing now that they're not good enough or they don't deserve it and that's the biggest downside to the new age movement which suggests that uh, if you do everything right you deserve and get rewards witches do it too I'm very disappointed to say are still doing it that you know if you do one good thing you get three you, you get the rewards three times three good things come back to you that's just inequitable the universe isn't doesn't work like that it doesn't favor anybody ever anywhere anytime and so it becomes this understanding then of being a part of a whole but you aren't the center of that whole and it's moving past this it's a child mentality it's one that all babies have. They're the center of the universe. If, you, if they can't see it, it doesn't exist, by the way. So we all have that to a certain extent. You know, you're not thinking about people every day, but then you'll see somebody say, I, was, I think about you all the time. Or if you're feeling sad, it's like, I think about this person when I'm sad or this breakup. And so then we tell others or tell ourselves, I think about them all the time. The truth is we just don't. And, and we need to get a bit realistic about that. So let's talk about reset and what it is and, and how it happens. We, my catchphrase for my um, website, my business originally was change your mind, change your life. And I'm still on with that. I'm down with that. As a hypnotherapist, I understand fully that where you change something in your mindset, you change your experience of how the world focuses or runs or what actually happens. If you feel like you're criticized all the time, for example, the chances are good you're not being criticized all the time. You may have had a critical parent or you may have had, you may be self-critical, but other people saying something about you not doing something very well isn't necessarily meant as a criticism. So there's that intentional side of all interactions, which we tend to spin into our own experience. That is to say, I understand this to be that. If, if we are, for example, quite vain, we will not handle anybody who makes any suggestion that we aren't beautiful, even if we know we're not, that kind of thing. And and I want to say, this is not superficial, by the way. Um, I've worked with clients who had parents with weight issues who were looking for fat tummies and body issues when they were scrawny little children of 10 and 12, and they remembered doing it, looking in the mirror for bumps and things that shouldn't be there. And so it's not because they were treated badly in themselves regarding their body, it's because you're exposed to it. So these are important, it's not a blame thing, it's okay, I started that way back then. Uh, And then it became a reality, I'm looking at myself, that is vanity, I'm looking at myself, looking for things that are wrong, is is, is vanity by the way. Because when you are looking at yourself and then you are uh, making a judgment on that and you're looking for things, then it's a self-focus. You can't call it anything else. So back to this reset idea. Reset is hard work. It's you can you can take something quite big and use hypnotherapy and create a rapid change, but the life still is what you created. You don't get a new start every day. You don't get a new beginning every day, and that's probably the biggest <laughs> optimism lie on the planet. If you've got anything on on the go in play. Uh, That could be a relationship, that could be a job, it could be a financial loan, a situation, uh, the things that you own, children that you have, they're consistent. Whatever's going on is still going on every single day, right? I can remember early on I had this amazing experience. I I had a period of time, which I will talk about, but it was was a year where I um, meditated for six hours a day every single day. Sometimes it was split between early morning before I got up uh, and the evening. Sometimes it was all in one period of time. Um, Now and again, I couldn't do that all the time. I had two young children and a job. 
but you get the picture but it was seven days a week and I did it for a whole year and when I say a whole year it might have been a bit longer but it was definitely there and I call it my accelerated time of learning and there was so many exciting experiences because during that time I was also um, training in Sahim um, energy healing and then I was developing a business I was um, learning anything by the way anything that was going I went to mediumship classes I went to tarot classes if it was happening I and I could be there I was there so I was doing all of this stuff through this period of time and meditating so as I was learning that learning was sort of fed back to me in fact it's why I developed the crystal connections because I was just telling somebody this morning I had this experience of and this is important to reset just so you understand that we're not going off script but my little stories (laughs) I've got a ton of them and I never get them all out because people don't ask me questions or they're not in here live and so I can't sort of go back and just isolate they're just what's in my mind because I've discussed them with a with a with a student of spiritual development uh, this morning and so anyway I, I had this experience which was completely uh, without any any formal idea it just happened because this is part of the meditation experience but I wanted to know more about crystals and I was selling them in my shop and so I had access to a lot and I was read a book about uh, crystals and crystal guides and it was a bit fantastical but I found it fun and it was interesting and so I thought oh you know what I'll try uh, meditating with a crystal and see what happens and I don't just mean what can you do for me I think we need to get rid of that whole mentality if you want to reset in your life you need to get rid of the what can this do for me what can spirituality do for me what is the reward what can my partner do for me what 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 do I get where, where does my satisfaction come from and it's never in the receiving the satisfaction really needs to be from the within part of who you are not even in doing stuff for others it should just be there that I'm satisfied with who I am not what I do or who's in my life because as soon as you externalize that you're in a bit of trouble now I am getting sidetracked uh, but anyway I did this meditation and I felt physically holding this crystal it was a uh, it was a was it a clear quartz or was it a smoky quartz I can't remember now but it was a quartz and it was quite huge and it was and it was point it had a beautiful point uh, creation so I was holding this crystal and I went through this process of connection which I developed myself I just did it you know um, which is now official it's used in all these crystal connection crystal healing programs but one of the things that was huge about it was I felt physically as if my head was rammed up into the point of the crystal it actually physically felt like that like my head was slightly on the side and it was rammed up into the point of the crystal and the very next experience I had was one of being at this like a big conference table and there were a whole lot of people and actually my words were humans which I thought was interesting even at the time a whole lot of humans that were around this table and they were all linked up and I knew I was at this table looking around them that we're all linked up and we've got this focused energy whether it's with crystals or something else I don't know what everybody else was doing but it was literally like we were hooked up information flowing in and I hear people talking about downloads now and and I'm like it's kind of a fanciful word because you are taking in a lot of information but the thing is we can it's not like a download it's like we can take in a whole pile of information in a matter of fractions of seconds and I've done this with meditations and I've done it without meditations and then it takes us maybe six months to a year and sometimes longer to decompress it and bring it out so I find that's how I live my life actually you decompress it and as you decompress it it comes out as programs it comes out as hypnotherapies it comes out as energy work and development work um, because it, it's it's 
all at once. There's no first line, second line, third line. Uh, it's all at once. It's everything all at once. And so we aren't really built to break that down in the instant. In fact, we haven't got time. You can't talk everything all at once. I try, <laughs> but you just can't do it. And so the actual comprehension, it comes over time where you need it and how you can place it and how you can use it. So it's a pretty fascinating thing. When we talk about knowing or clear knowing or call it what you like, clear cognizance, at the end of the day, um, it's come from somewhere. It's not come from nowhere. And it hasn't necessarily come from within either. It could easily have come from a comprehensive moment that took a while to decompress. So, so we talk about that right um so for a reset we can't reset something we don't understand we'll just keep living it again and again and again um if you do have new information by the way when i was looking at that there were what looked to me to be men and they were all very tall and rangy and they were standing around behind everybody and i knew that they were directing or managing or yeah i don't want to say controlling because it wasn't like that they were not interactive but they were monitoring the situation and probably assisting it. Do I believe that there are people around there that are guides, angels or aliens that have just got nothing better to do than to hang in on our every word and our whim? No, I do not, not for one minute. But I was being shown something, that there is some kind of organized chaos, if you like, that when you're ready to go looking for it, when you're... Uh, and it's not about... This is interesting too. This is what I mean. There's all these things thrown at us when the student is ready the teacher appears no 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 no. the teacher is there like I've done my training I've mastered my stuff I've learned and put 30 odd years into what I know today so I don't appear to you because you're ready you come to me when you feel like you can learn what I teach and I don't tend to teach super beginnings so I leave that to other people I tend to teach people that are in the mid to advanced range of development and professionals who want to up their game or or take their knowledge to a new level. So the teachers are there. The teachers, you can't be a teacher without practical experience and without years of development and understanding and comprehension and so on and so on. So the teacher's done the work, and that's why they're where they are. If they haven't done the work, if they've had an attunement and they go, now I'm a master, then it's really apparent just by asking a few questions. So to gain a reset, what you're looking for is in your mind, the first thing you need to know is what are my weaknesses, what are my habits, and we start there. It's not about looking for negatives, but you know your strengths and your positives are already there. If you don't recognize them, that should be on the other side of the sheet. So here's my negatives, here's my weaknesses, and here's my positives, here's my strengths. When you look at those two, you'll actually find they're just about the same thing. A person who says, I'm determined and I get the job done and I always follow through and I'm reliable may also, on their negative side, have the word stubborn. So I go, they cancel themselves out. Ignore that unless the stubborn is about I never listen to anybody, I never take advice. That's the only time stubbornness is a negative. If it's sometimes you don't, sometimes you do, or if you don't take it unless you feel it's good advice, that's what I call thinking the thinking man if you like and if you're going to complain about me using the word man get over it man is what we refer to as the human human race so the thinking man um when we are looking at resets it's hard work and i don't i don't care what anybody says you're going to find it's hard work if you think that i can think my life into being great you're going to find that's possibly a good 
good attitudinal change. But if you think it's just going to happen, you're probably going to be disappointed. So there are things that we need to do and things we need to address. And they're always 100% of the time going to be about ourselves. And we're not going to change a bad relationship or a bad attitude or a bad work situation by blaming those things. It's the question becomes, why am I here? If I want to reset, what do I need to do? Um, Many years ago, uh, long before I even started my journey, a woman was was telling me about her life she had been a top executive business person earning and we are talking about nearly it has to be close to oh geez 35 40 years ago now she had been a top executive and she was earning in excess of a hundred thousand dollars a year she had a husband she had two kids uh, and she worked a lot of hours and her marriage wasn't too great it wasn't horrible she just said you know I just looked around and it was like well my husband's a stranger he does his thing I do mine the kids are all doing their thing what do I want to do and she just found herself feeling completely dissatisfied and she didn't do anything about that. That lasted for years, I think another five or six years. And then she found herself sitting there and going, you know, I just can't do it anymore. And she dumped her job. That was the first thing she did was she just walked in one day and says, what notice do I need to give? She had to give six months notice. That's how high up she was so they could find a replacement for her. And that was it. She was done. Uh, there's no severance, there's no redundancy, there's no payouts. She's quit a job, essentially. Uh, when she did that, her husband got upset because their finances reflected two very big earning people. And so they had super expensive properties, super expensive cars, super expensive kids going to private schools, all of the top range which required both of their incomes. And so their marriage suffered even more. And in the end, it broke down probably a year or so after she quit a job. I'm pretty sure those were her time frames. And so she ended up um, not living in that house. The kids didn't want to be with her. They just didn't understand. Nobody understood what she was doing or why she was doing it. And she ended up um, living in a one-bedroom flat studio in Brisbane, this was, and thinking, what am I going to do? So she went back to school and she became a teacher. This is what she did she she didn't know what else to do she just thought what can I do well I can teach finances I can teach this so she went to teacher training college and she got herself a teaching degree and she became a teacher and then she realized I don't want to teach people I want to teach people who are in trouble so she evolved this over about four or five years and she was finally teaching one-on-one advice to people who were struggling with their finances and mentoring them and helping them out and she said that was when I found my happy I was so happy that I was doing that I felt like I was really contributing and that was okay she'd found her her heart energy if you like while she was doing that she met a man and he happened to be an up-and-coming chef and so they were fell in love and they started living together and she said we were on the bones of our butts we had nothing and we were happy as we could be and then another four or five years went past and he got himself a name won a few competitions they bought a restaurant um, and she became the hostess manager and the finance operator of that and she would spend a couple of hours a week mentoring people with their own financial issues and they were happy as happy as happy but what she said to me was my kids have never spoken to me since I I left the family unit they didn't want to know me they were teenagers by the way Um, they didn't want to have anything to do with her she'd never repaired her relationship with her husband she's while that's got a corner of sadness in my life she said everything else is is wonderful she did a reset and when you look at the time frames it took her about eight years from the initial 
stage to the final stage. If you've ever seen that movie, The Secret, a lot of people ignored the messages in there. And if you have seen it and thought, I can just think my way into, you know, the, the law of attraction. The law of attraction isn't about I'm focusing on the good stuff. It's about what you truly believe. And when you go, I can have that car, I can have that house, you're on the in the wrong space for it because you may not believe that. And you know you don't believe it if you're not earning the money to create it, or if you're not saving the money to create it, even if you're earning it. If you spend all of your money and never save any, uh, or if you don't have a wonderful credit rating, or if you, even if you do, you know that paying something off like that all the time makes you feel trapped or, or, or stressed, then you do not believe you can have that. And it doesn't mean you're in the wrong. It, it might be the right of it. It mightn't be your personality. Um, a lot of people are not attached to stuff and therefore spending money on stuff, even if they can afford it, is unsatisfying. So, you know, I work for lifestyle. That's what I do. I'm not really a stuff person either. I've got a few things. If it's in my kitchen, I probably love it because <laughs> I love cooking. Uh, if it's got to do with art, I definitely love it because I paint and I enjoy selling my artwork. But Anything else is, uh, yeah, no, I don't get attached to it, including clothes. It doesn't matter. They're just, yeah, this is nice. I'm attached to my phone and my computer. So so when you want to reset, you really need to think about first what your strengths and weaknesses are. Now, her eight-year process, and again, go back and revisit the secret. You'll notice that the woman who became an author uh, and did very well out of that, she lived being an abused wife for years. It didn't happen overnight. Uh, the preacher... He lived on the streets after being successful. He's a bit like my lady. Um, he was on the streets homeless for years because he became an addict first and he lost everything in his life and he lost his will to live his life. And he found that by becoming a preacher and by finding religion as his crutch, and it is a crutch, spirituality can be a crutch as well, he found his way back and he became noted as a preacher. Now, the only reason that could happen was because of his difficult experiences. I want you to remember that. Because of those difficult experiences, he could understand the difficult experiences of others. When he was at the top of his game, he could never have switched because he would never have understood how to heal. And and that's what both parties are telling you. She learned um, what she needed in her life and how to heal that. It took her some time. None of them were directed from the beginning. They didn't do a reset. Their life dictated that a moment of reset was required by hitting the bottom of the barrel. And we say this stuff all the time. Often people aren't motivated to develop their life personally, their being, their spirituality, the way they live their life because they're paying the rent, they're earning their money, they feel like they've got status, whatever it is, whatever the belief is, or they feel like I don't want to be committed, I don't know how to do that, I can't get past what's happened to me in my experiences. And there are people that have had very nominal past experiences that are today going online and talking about their major trauma and it's just not true. And there are people who've had major trauma that just move on through their life and they know how to put it behind them and they did from the start. They might never ever have anything to do with the person that created that injury. And then there are those that struggle at every Christmas. They go home and visit those people that did them injuries and tell themselves it's what you're meant to do. There's a question, why would you hold yourself into something? So a reset does require an understanding of your strengths and your weaknesses, your positives and your negatives, and that's where you start. Because what you want to do also is start with the knowledge that this doesn't happen overnight. Even if a transformative experience happens, an enlightening experience, I had plenty of those, by the way, and uh, one of those was I was um, meditating and I um, 
saw a man's head looking down like a well. It was almost like, you know, a well that you dig into the ground. It was almost like there were what initially I thought were bricks all around in this well. And it was it was through my crown chakra. It was swirling around. And I looked up, and there's a man's face looking down at me. He became Ethan. And he's looking down at me. And as he does, he goes, your knowledge is phenomenal. You've got literally thousands of years of knowledge right here. And then I realized that what I thought were bricks were books like texts and tomes and they were in all these languages and I could I, they weren't open it was just I could see from their spines that they weren't all in English and I don't speak more than a smattering of any other language certainly barely enough to get by in a, a motel or a hotel or on a on a plane and and there, there there it was and he's looking at me and he's going this is you this is this is this is what you will offer into the world this is about 30 years ago this is what you will offer into the world and I'm looking up at that and I'm thinking yeah but I'm at the bottom of the well you're at the top and that was my instant thought it wasn't a negative thought and it wasn't a pity me thought or a poor me thought it was more wondrous it was like you know that's just impossible I can't believe it anytime you say I can't believe it you are putting a blockage in front of you by the way and so I had that experience I came out of that experience and then I literally went in and cleaned the bathroom of my house bearing in mind I have two children the shower the toilet all the rest of it and then I just started laughing it's like right I'm going to be this person with all this knowledge to share and I've apparently been this person in the past and here I am I've still got to clean the toilets I've still got to wash the the bathroom and it's like that practical understanding of reality and the two things together I don't believe were accidental timing because the reality of I, my life is the same. There's a continuity to it. Uh, then the way I change it is down to how I respond, how I act and what I do and how I communicate from today. And that's a little bit more challenging to change, you know, um, because the nut core of it and why I started the path work is because so many don't truly want to and I want to explain that I've only got five minutes to go but I want to explain that it's not that they don't want the result it's just they don't want the um, sometimes they don't want to let go of a certain thing it's like a smoker wanting to quit smoking right they want to quit smoking but they don't want to go through withdrawal withdrawal is actually quite short it's not a really big deal for smokers but then the people selling cigarettes started this whole rumor which took took hold that it's the hardest thing in the world to give up and it's harder than heroin heroin i can tell you it's absolutely not that's the biggest lie but here's the thing they start telling themselves stories right falsehoods one falsehood is i need to smoke because that distresses me the truth of that and this is what you need to do by the way to make adjustments no matter where it is you need to go here's my falsehood it de-stresses me because the truth is I'm only stressed because I want a cigarette. It doesn't relieve any other stress in my life. It doesn't relieve financial stress, relationship stress, none of it. Uh, but I can use it to take five minutes out to go and sit somewhere else and puff away and, and buy myself a little bit of time. The one thing I noticed when I quit smoking was how much extra time I had. <laughs> that was shocking to me. It's like, oh my gosh, smoking takes up this much time. And so so that was quite an interesting thing. But whether it's smoking or other things, you, you need to to do this to reset you need to understand what your settings are already and so there's my positives there's my strengths here's my negatives here's my weaknesses here's my falsehood here's the truth and we have falsehoods one falsehood is because I was traumatized as a child I am now stuffed or broken as an adult that's it's actually not true you are in that position because you don't necessarily want to let go of that past because you're angry about it when I say don't want to I really mean that um, I don't want to let go of it because it means that they got away with it well I've got 
newsfeed. They got away with it. You're now 10 years later, 20 years later, 15 years later, 30 years later, maybe even 40. And it's done and dusted. Wherever you're at right now, that person got away with whatever it was that they did. And that's it. End of story. It doesn't change anything for you, what does or doesn't happen to them, especially if you don't see them anymore because you'd never know, right? Never, ever know. Um, The idea that there's some kind of divine retribution for them because you were hurt by them is probably not true. You need to decide, what do I believe? Do I believe that the universe receives all? Do I believe God receives all? Do I believe God forgives all? Whatever your belief structure is, it includes that other person. And so we pick and choose, right? Well, that's a negative, that that person needs to suffer in some way because of what they did. That's also a false New Age teaching, right? That people who do bad are going to suffer. It's not even New Age teaching. Religion teaches it. And and so a lot of the New Age or spirituality ch- uh, teachings aren't really teachings at all. They're just an extension. We're using different language for the original sin, for the factors that you, you even past lives, karma is used in that way. And it's not that way, not even close. You've either got free choice or you haven't. You need to decide what you believe Um, if you believe that you're suffering now because of something you did two past lives ago I would say absolutely not that makes no sense whatsoever how do you learn if you're just here to suffer so that's a mindset that see that word set it's a mindset that uh, encourages what's going on the idea is that we make mistakes we make uh, choices that don't necessarily work we may not be equipped to have a good relationship because we've never seen a good relationship or because we've been taught in some way not to trust or whatever it might be, that becomes a negative uh, that we need to develop. It's a weakness that we need to develop. And when we develop those weaknesses and then when we understand what the relationship of that weakness is to our strengths, for example, uh, in a relationship, a a weakness might be uh, all think opposite gender, depending on what you are, uh, horrible people or cheaters or untrustworthy. Say you've been brought up with a parent who split up with their partner. You grew up at a poor stage of your life believing that. Then you're independent. Independence is a strength. I can rely on myself. Those two don't necessarily work well together. A person will then be um, defensive or even offensive when another person attempts to love them. You see how that works? Uh, so so we need to really get a handle on those things. And it does that, that if you want something to reset quickly, if you want to move quickly through a spiritual development, um, you could do the six hours a day <laughs> of meditation and being brutally honest with yourself. I've always been very brutally, not always, but from that time, brutally honest with myself. You know, I, I, I fully understand when I'm the cause of my own problems. And I can remember there was um, the Archangel, what was his name? I can't remember his name now. He had a podcast on BTR when I was hosting there too. And we were in one of his shows one day and he was saying, you know, um, we need to understand what the cause of our problem is. And my response was, the cause of my problems are always going to be me. And that was years ago. I've understood it for a long time now. And so if you're not blaming, it's easier to get to the bottom of those problems and resolve them. And that speeds time frames up. So here's your control time frames. Does something take a long time or is something quick? Well, I can promise you this. If you resist the truth, it will take a lot longer. Uh, and that's pretty much the bottom line. If you resist the truth, it, it, the development, the reset will take a lot longer. If you say, I've drawn transformation, I'm going to have a transformational experience, oh, if those words are used for you. Uh, I, I re- recently did a reading for a woman and I said, you're going to have a catalyst moment. A person's going to come into your life and they're going to be a catalyst in your relationship. They're going to make you 
think about your relationship. Do I want to be here or do I not want to be here? That has actually happened for her. And she kept saying, I thought the catalyst would be for me. And I said, there's no such thing as a catalyst for you. There's just a catalyst. That means that person probably isn't even aware of the impact that they're having on the life that you're having. But a catalyst moment doesn't happen in a moment. It could take a year for you to work through and process all of these thoughts, these feelings, uh, how your partner is responding, what your assessment is of those things, what you want, don't want, are you trying to school them to be somebody they're not, all of this stuff comes into play. So a catalyst event can take a year to express itself completely and run from the initial stages to the other side, to the end of it. And while you're in it, you're completely in it. The more you resist it, the longer it will take. The more you resist it, there's a truth seeking a way out, a way to be expressed into your consciousness, into your awareness. The more you resist that, the more painful it is and the longer it takes. I'm Dorothy with Spiritual Development Isn't For Sissies. Ciao for now. Thank you.